Hey, this is Bruce Boudreaux, and you're listening to Empty Betters with Nick Mack and Harrison. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to episode 154 of Empty Betters. I am your host, Harrison Scholes. I'm going to toss it across the screen to my co-host, Nick Manella. How are you doing after our long weekend? Boys, this fucking sucks. I don't want to be behind my computer right now. I want to be like hanging out at Mac's house, like spinning some records, chugging some beers. I uh, Don't get me wrong, it was quite cold in Milwaukee, but uh, I'm already missing the fellas. Absolutely. I know it feels weird being behind the uh, the Zoom camera again. Definitely a lot more fun in person, especially in Mac's bedroom. Uh, now I'm going to that sounded bad. I just realized that after I phrasing, said it. phrasing, yeah, phrasing, yeah, <laughs> phrasing, phrasing. Um, Mac, could I toss it across to you in your bedroom? How you doing? Well, especially because I'm in my bedroom, I'm <laughs> having one heck of a time. I mean, anytime I'm in my bedroom, Playing a little five on one. It's fun. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little five on one power play. Yeah, yeah man, man advantage going on. <laughs> What's your PP percentage? Nice. Uh, it's it's up there. It's okay. up there for sure. Well over ninety. Got it. Um, but yeah, no, it's uh, I echo what Nick said. It was great having you guys in town. Uh, those days flew by, but we had a blast and we packed a lot in. So, um, uh, yeah, no regrets. I've never been more dead than that airport. <laughs> I don't know. I never even got to like chat with you boys about. So like what? Because I just said goodnight to you guys at like (laughs) 2 a.m. or whatever it was. Oh, wait. I actually have a really, really funny story about that. So like Harry for work has TSA pre-check. So like we get to the line. He goes um, like his way. I go mine. And so like I'm in the security line and there's like a family with like four kids, like three or four people in front of me. And like the 10 to... 11 I, I don't really know how old kids are anymore this kid could have been anywhere between like it's the midwest so he's probably like six he's just like huge um but like he could have been anywhere between like eight and 12 and he's just staring at me like the whole time and i'm like wow i must look like shit right now like like i and then i like I like pull out my phone. I look at myself. My eyes are the most bloodshot thing you've ever seen. I look like I just got punched in the face, like just completely disheveled. I have no idea why it looks any, so bad. Any problems with the schedule in the Uber or anything? It was right on time. All good. No, the guy was a little bit like I've been uh, here for like 15 minutes and I'm like, well, you yeah. still have another 15 minutes before you're supposed to pick us up. So right. I don't know what you it, want me to do. It's always like that. They yeah. like tell them to get there like between this time and that time. It, it's not a perfect system, but no, not drove at all. like an asshole. It was like yeah. icing out. And he thank just, God it he was started early. pulling Jeff Gordon shit on a bridge. I, was, yeah, I looked at God. Nick and Nick was like, oh boy. Yeah. Also, Nick, I thought for your story, you were going to say how I almost went to the wrong airline and was in the wrong. No, that too. Line. But uh, yeah. I totally um, forgot about that. The easiest airport you almost managed to do you, fuck it up. do you want to tell mac about that one? yeah no i just went to the first i was like we go like we we got there he drops us off we go up the stairs i'm like oh we go up and i'm just on the right zombie. there it's like just no, went to the first yeah, right you gotta go all the way back yeah, yeah it was like jet blue like and like american other. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and Canada, i was like, like it, yeah. so nick's called me while i'm putting my bat my bags 
in the like <laughs> scanner. Oh, you were and... already in the like. No, I so got... I called him like four yeah. times. I'm like just one after another. Of course, it's three in the morning. So Did all you already phones see him are go on. that way, or you just, or you're? Just I watched like, him go you? that way, and then I oh. look up at the sign, and I'm like, no, 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 no. Oh. Like, yeah, I I fucked up because I was like sleepwalking basically, that's and hilarious. I got through security, and I looked at the woman. I said, "Does this go to Southwest?" She's like, "No." I was like, "Well, I'm gonna go back through." <laughs> She's like, "I don't know if you could do that." I, before she could like look me in the eye, I just went and like Good. left. Wow. So not that yeah, we, that I mean, we could have far. gone into every, sorry, no, before I say go into every place in that airport and there's helicopters above my head, we <laughs> could have ended up at like four different airlines and still had time to make our flight. So yeah, it's so easy. And especially like, I've never had to wait in a security line at that airport more than like 10 minutes. It's like, I will say though, for like us as like East coast people, um, that airport is probably the second best people watching I've ever had. Disney World is probably number one, <laughs> but like just the like, I feel like every guy I see is like Bob Pinciotti from that '70s show. Like, hey there, hi there, ho 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 there. Like, I've seen a lot of uh, interesting people and heard a lot of interesting conversations, specifically at that Chili's Two. Oh yeah, <laughs> which oh, yeah. don't even get me started. I think I've had this rant on the podcast you before, have. but. Yeah. I hate I hate the chilies too. Yeah, Fuck you the hate chilies too. too. Well, I like the chilies too. I just hate that. Just, you know, we're not doing this again. We're not doing it. It's going to end up in rant 2.0. It's but, like uh, if we have to bring that up, we have to bring up dessert again, and we just don't want to open that up again. Yeah. No, we're we're not going there. So last we spoke, it was right before Elwood. We gave you guys a rundown of our Friday Fish Friday night uh, up in Wisco. Uh, you know, now that we've gone through the uh, the Elwood's event, had some great lunch at Uncle Wolfie's. Got to say, huge thank you to Elwoods. Huge thank you to Nathan at Elwoods, the guy who owns the bar. Uh, we had a fantastic time. It was honestly a much better turnout than I was anticipating. So kudos and thank yous to everybody who showed up. Also, got to give a special shout out because I hope he's listening to our new pod listener, Joe. This guy, like as we walk in, you know, they got football and it's pretty empty. It's like six o'clock, like nothing really crazy is going on. And we got there like right at six on the dot there's probably what 10 people in the bar counting staff yeah 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 Yeah, and uh you know everybody's watching the football game and this guy joey's like hey boys and we were like we didn't really think he was talking to us we're like why why is he saying hi to us like he doesn't know who we are and then he started talking to me and nick and it's like oh yeah like elwood's posted about you guys i'm here to watch the hawks game we're like you're here to watch the hawks game with us like that's why you're here He's I like, think oh, like yeah. the actual words out of my mouth. I was like, "You're here for for me." For yeah, this? yeah. Like, I think I think I said something similar. And he's like, "Oh yeah, I, I drove like an hour from uh, from Illinois." I was like, "Wow, that's awesome." Yeah. So we ended up hanging out with Joe, eating, drinking, watching the Hawks actually beat the Blues, which was not predicted. But it was a fun game too. It was actually it was. Like yes. high scoring. Lot. Yeah. There was, a, there was a fight. There was yeah a, some good back a lot, and forth. Lot that happened. Yeah, it was a good game. Hit the over. It was all good, but a uh, huge shout out to Joe. Hopefully you're listening. Uh, we really appreciate the support. That was a fun time meeting uh, new fans. So it was a good time. Thank you once again. And Mac, obviously, for your hospitality. Appreciate it. Anytime, boys. Anytime. And big shout out to Jackson. I know he's not here right now, but yes. uh, he was he was a champ all weekend long. And uh, that pregame show that we just posted on Insta for Max Beer League game was all time, in my opinion. So anyone such a natural, like, he's such he really a natural is. with the broadcasting voice. Oh, he's so good. Plus, like anyone who can tolerate the three of us for that amount of time. Yeah. 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 It's it, it takes a special person to do that. He deserve kudos for sure. So uh, 
anyways, Milwaukee was a great time. Not sure when we'll all be together next. Uh, you know, let's see how the playoffs circle up here as we're getting closer to the spring. Maybe we'll have something fun to do, but a uh, huge shout out to Elwood's back. Jackson, Ocean weekend one. Let's go. Yes, exactly. All right. Before we hop into the hockey news, I think Mac has our question of the day. Yep. I mean, it feels like we've been avoiding this one for a long time now. So it just, uh, it makes sense to me that we just, you know, just get right to it. So it seems like we should probably talk about salad. Oh, okay. okay. What about it? Well, there's a lot to unpack here. So first question is just like, how do we, how do we feel about salad? What's like your favorite, like go to like, style of salad or like salad dressing right but the part two to this question is and this is the really important part we really need to talk about mayo based salad okay mayo based salad yep i'm talking chicken salad potato salad pasta salad like i'm talking those kinds like we got to get into to what's going on there so i'll i'll go right here i'll answer your first question right off the hop like if i'm out to dinner like maybe like italian steakhouse like a good caesar or a really good like wedge i am a slut for a wedge salad okay wedge is good um caesar for me especially like like you said an italian restaurant if they have like a homemade caesar dressing that shit smacks or shout out to our harvest in uh fenwick delaware right over the border from uh, uh my place in ocean city they do a grilled Caesar that is out of this world. It's just absolutely fantastic. They take the heart of romaine and they like flash it on the grill. So it I comes out like say, seared. The char- oh, that's oh awesome. my God. It's awesome. so really good. good. Yeah. You get that hot like wedge where it has like the little black grill marks. Oh on yeah. That makes it, I, I would agree. Caesar's the best. The best part of the Caesar is that, that shaved cheese that they put on the top. I love that shit. Yep. Yeah, that's amazing. Oh, it's so good. Croutons go in. Oh, yeah. Some fresh romaine. Now, I do not like cherry tomatoes in my salad. I am not a fan. I'm okay if they're good. Like, if they're actually good, I'll eat them. Also not a fan of strawberries or almonds in my salad. Bingo. No fruit in my salad. I can deal with it, but I don't really want it. Other than tomatoes. Yeah, no. I mean, I feel like just, like, keep it simple, stupid. Like. Yeah. The lettuce, the croutons, the dressing, the cheese. That's pretty much all you need. That's all you need. Maybe a couple cucumbers. I'm okay with that. I, I okay. could tol- I could tolerate. Like, I do like a like a spring mix with like yeah. some Greek vinaigrette, you know, throw or some, like some feta. shaved carrots or sure. something. Yeah. yeah throw like some peppercinis in there. Why not? Oh yeah, definitely with the peppercinis. Yeah. Those yeah. are good. That's well, good. that's more of like a chef salad or something like that, right? Like Yeah. I don't mind like a house salad. Um, mm-hmm. I like like Greek dressing. I like vinaigrettes. It's just the toppings for me. I don't like I don't really like fruit in it. I, I know I've gone on my fruit rant before for for breakfast. I think if you have like that Panera like apple summer salad, you need to be checked because that's yep. just not. Yeah, that's yeah. just fucked. That's like, too it, much. At any point, if you find yourself mixing apples and lettuce with a balsamic vinaigrette, you should probably go into a mental institution. And it's so, not even that yeah. it's bad because I know there's people out here being like, oh, well, have you tried it? It's actually pretty good. And it's like, I have tried it and I don't even think it tastes bad, but it's just wrong. Yeah. 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 No, it, I it, that. I, that's the same sort of thing with like pineapple on pizza for me. Is it like no, terrible? No, no. Is it terrible? Don't Objectively, switch the conversation. No, no, no. We're is not... it a mortal sin? Yes, it is. Wrong. And all wrong. of you will burn in hell for wrong. it. Wrong. And we're not going down that. We're not we're going not down doing that. that. And you're guys, wrong. Guys, guys, come on. 
you're on. wrong. But okay, anyways. okay. Let's reel it back in here. Now let's talk about the mayo base because this is important. Okay? okay. What is going on there? Who did that? Who did that first? Why did they do it? Who put mayonnaise in it first? Who? Why is it even salad? That's not I can, so, well. First of all, nice. Um, <laughs> like I don't mean to single out a certain demographic of this country that you <laughs> yeah. happen to live in, but there is one contingent of this country, and it's not the West Coast and it's not the East Coast that does love putting mayonnaise on everything. So okay, but why? What makes not what to name makes names? Like oh God, all right. What makes like noodles, cold noodles? that are like swimming in mayonnaise what makes that a salad i don't I think it's it's sort of like a fruit salad where it's like that's not a salad you're yeah. just throwing a bunch of things together yeah, pasta that, salad slaps i'm sorry i mean it's, it's all good, good pasta salad a slaps good up. pasta salad is good oh i didn't know it had to be good and a bad yeah. one is very 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 bad that's true it's kind of like coleslaw which is yes. technically yeah, in this in true. this same like you could argue Cole that's salad. the same like thing <laughs> cole salad it, ba- <laughs> it basically is it's like a swimming in mayo lettuce type wait yeah. wait a minute coleslaw <laughs> is the like crossover episode of like mayo based salad and like salad <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's literally both. It's like lettuce, but it's like it's the square and the rectangle. It is both. That, oh gosh, that's crazy. That's now crazy. potato salad, I don't really like it. I don't like it. I don't it really much. like it either. An egg salad sucks. That's egg disgusting. Salad. Egg salad That is so bad. Anyone that eats that, like you're just a step of I'm also I'm farts. also not really down with like a chicken salad, honestly. Like or like a tu- tuna <laughs> salad. A- tuna I salad like I can like I can get on board with like if it's on a good sandwich and stuff. Chicken salad is a hard pass for me. Really the only one of these mayo-based salads that I'm like usually down for is pasta salad. I agree with that yeah. statement. Big time. And not to, you know, single out another demographic of the country, but there is one state in particular that rhymes with blue cork that really loves <laughs> to just hammer egg salad. You ever notice that? They got like egg salad sandwiches on like those self-proclaimed best bagels and they yep. love that shit. Oh, God. Nope. Yeah. Hey, those pass. bagels are pretty good, though. The bagels they are, are very good. good. They're very good, but not when you put egg salad on it. That's like no. a breakfast option up there. Like, Mm-mm. yeah, no, thank you. Savory, All right, boys. Well, not, well, it sounds like savory. we're uh, sounds like we're on the on the same page with uh, with salads and mayo based salads here. So I'm glad I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, sorry, I kind of carried on there a little bit. I'm very passionate about this. It's food. food we get fired up for food. Oh, I love the food question of the days. They're great. And it but, was time. Uh, Do we all agree? It was time we talked. It was about time we salad. talked about salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It, last thing I'll say about salad. If you guys go into a restaurant, are you ever ordering salad as like your main entree, your meal? No, not as the main. I'll go and get like a side salad or like a like appetizer salad, maybe if I'm really trying to get some fresh food or something, but not as the main. Good. That just made me feel so much better about myself. Yeah, I don't get I don't get that as the main, but uh... I'll leave hungry. I'll be hungry. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it it is true. That's kind of why I don't do it. But uh, that question of the day was brought to you by Brackish Life. If you're like us and grew up on the water and outdoors, then Brackish Life is perfect for you. They have a wide selection of gear from UV shirts to hoodies and hats. It is Real Bay apparel made by Real Bay people. Head to www.brackish.life today to check them out. A little salty, a little fresh, 
brackish life. I also would love to say, Nick, you're doing a fantastic job with the question of the day clips on YouTube. And every time I say it, I now hear that little rainbow in my head when I watch it. <laughs> Y'all got to go check this um, out on YouTube if you haven't already. That, that rainbow is a little bit of a, a little bit of a deep cut, too. So if you know, you know. And if you know, I apologize in advance. Definitely got to go check out the uh, YouTube channel. It's actually been getting some decent traction lately. Thank you, Mr. Yeah. Manila, for your hard work. You got it, boys. Anything for the boys here. All righty. Well, let's get to some NHL news. First order business. The day you're listening to this tomorrow for us, uh, we will have boots on the ground at Pens versus Caps. Nick and I will be uh, in attendance. Um, so definitely come say hi if you're hanging. Probably have some Instagram stories up. Um, we'll uh, so we'll post out. what section we're going to be in at some point. Um, yeah. You probably have that information more readily available than I do. I probably um, do. And I probably, I mean, definitely. Yeah, should be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I fully anticipate some bullshit coming my way over the course of the next, you know, 24 hours. But that's just par for the course when it comes to Caps Penguins games in the winter. Section 424 for those curious. Sounds Wait, good. What uh, What row is it? Row B. Okay, that is like, okay. Those are like my favorite seats in the house, honestly. Yep. Row A is better technically, but like yeah. front row 424. So I was, on, I was on. telling Harry, like, that's where we sat when we watched Zach play um, for that mm -hmm. preseason game. And it's like front row, like upper deck in the corner yep. is yep. the best seat in the house. Yeah. 424 front row is like the seats that I sat in, like for like all of like late middle school and all of high school. Nice. So special place in my heart for those seats. Watched a lot of good caps moments from those seats. Hell yeah. We'll be on the uh, pens shoot twice side, luckily for me. So that's correct. Cool. Um, and what was it? Uh, I can't remember what else I was going to say. Oh, we're going to be previewing that game at the end of the episode instead of a say the union segment. So stay tuned if you're interested in that. <clears throat> All right. Feel good story of the day. Let's start off with some good news. Uh, we got Chris Letang after missing the last 11 games due to injury and the passing of his father. Chris Letang returned to the lineup last night against the Florida Panthers and he put up a whopping four-point performance, including the game winner in overtime, and it just brought the house down. Super cool to see. Emotional night for Tanger. Emotional night for the team. Um, so definitely a feel-good story of the day. You know, Tanger coming back, playing his first game without his dad, and uh, just an awesome sight to see. Emotional night for sure for Latang and for the Penguins and for me because I was playing against uh, somebody who has Latang <laughs> on his fantasy team, and I suffered because of it, so... Uh, but yeah, congrats. Yeah, I switched from the Caps game, which was, I think, like just starting the second ish period to watch the, the end of this overtime. And I did the same thing, actually. <laughs> I like don't get me wrong. I am not the biggest Pepe Le Pew fan. Shout out, <laughs> Mr. Big Schultz. That one's for you. Um, but uh, like, I mean, how could you not be happy for that? Yeah. I mean, uh, how could you not be happy for that guy in that moment? It's sure. and, and it's glad to see him healthy again, Good especially. Yeah, for sure. And especially like all the health scares that guy's had on, you know, on his own this year. It's yeah, it's a good story. Dude, it's been a rough. Uh, Mirzi was talking about yesterday. Been a horrible, not horrible, but just a really like challenging 12 months for Latang, you know, high ankle sprain last year. Then all the questions about the contract in the offseason. Then he has a stroke a couple weeks ago. And then he has his father pass away. And then he has another injury. And it's just like, dude, this guy's been put through the ringer in the last 365 days. So very happy for Chris. Um, awesome to see him uh, doing what he loves and getting back in action. 
Uh, moving on, we got Linus Olmark. He became the second fastest goalie to 25 wins this NH- in NHL history. Uh, Olmark reached 25 wins in just 30 games, just behind uh, Thompson. At Is it Tiny Thompson? Is that his name? Yep. Tiny Thompson at 29 games back in 1929. See, it was back in the 20s, like when you could just name your kid that, and that could be his legal name. I thought you were trying to write Tony and had a typo, but... No, no, it's, it's Tiny like, Thompson. It's like those. Uh, have you seen those baseball memes on Twitter where like Aaron Judge breaks another like home run? And it's like who did he pass this time? Tungsten Arm O'Doyle, or literally. Tungsten yeah. Arm. Yeah, Slugger yeah. Williams. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, fun fact: spots one, two, and three on that list are all Bruins. Wow, that's wild. And it's like twenty-nine games, thirty games, thirty-one games. So that's not the only record the Bruins have been holding. The Bruins are uh, 38, 5, and 4. They're the fastest team ever to reach 80 points in a season per Liam McHugh on Twitter. So not only is their goalie the second fastest goalie to 25 wins in history, the team itself is the fastest team to 80 points in history. So just a insane first half of the season by the Boston Bruins, a team that all three of us actually had out of the playoffs in our preseason predictions embarrassing at this point (laughs) there's no other word for it boys let's just start this chatter now like i can't i can't wait for like a 2009 10 washington capitals thing to come their way here first round exit like peaking too early it's coming oh for sure there's no way it's too perfect it's not gonna happen i i'm just keeping my tongue tied until (laughs) april and then we'll see what happens that's all i gotta say um all right matthew and pierre Oliver Joseph got to play against each other for the first time in their NHL careers this past week when the Senators took on the Penguins. They actually, uh, ironically enough, received matching penalties on the same play for high sticking each other and a high hit. So it was awesome. Flip where mom and dad are like this in the stands. They don't know what's going on. And it's just it was pretty funny, actually. I saw one of the best responses to that tweet I saw was someone said, like, when you've seen this in your driveway for 20 years and now the same bullshit's happening in the NHL, <laughs> like someone, uh, someone's funny, someone Love commented the, the Spider-Man meme. And I thought yeah, that was hysterical. That's that one too. never misses. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny, too, because it's like they obviously didn't mean to do it. If it was the Kachuk brothers, they would have meant to do it. But like these guys, like it was just a total fluke thing. But to see the parents reaction was so funny. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jared Bednar, he became the winningest coach in Colorado Avalanche franchise history. He passed former Quebec Nordiques boss uh, Michelle Bergeron. So a pretty big accomplishment here for Coach Bednar. How long has he been behind the bench? See, I was actually kind of surprised by this one. It's like you think about all the success this team has had since living Quebec. And then you remember that they kind of recycle coaches like their beer cans. Yeah. Who was it? Um Fuck, who was it before that? I I know this one. I just oh, can't think of it right now. Before Bednar? Yeah. I don't know. I gotta think about that. I'll it'll it'll come to me in a few minutes. I couldn't so, tell you. Um <clears throat> Bednar's been the coach since 2016, 2017. That was his first season. They actually missed the playoffs that year. Mm-hmm. His win totals since then. Uh, 22 wins the first year, 43 wins the second, 38 in the third, it 42 was, um, in the fourth, 39 in the fifth, and 56 last damn. season. So since they've moved to Colorado from Winnipeg, it was Mark Crawford, 
uh, who yep. won a cup in 96, Bob Hartley, who won the cup with Ray Bork in 01, then Tony Granado, Joel Quenville for three years from 05 to 08. Forgot about that. Then Granado again, Joe Sacco from 09 to 13, and then Patty Waugh from 13 to 16. Ah, that's right. Of course. How could I forget that? Yeah, yeah. of course. Man, ben that was an uh... interesting time. It didn't. It didn't work out very well. When no, he... he had like that. Uh, his first game was that like fake fight with Boudreaux, like between yep. the glass and stuff. Yep. Yeah, he's got a temper to him. He's like oh, no, yeah. known for it, right? Just uh, for anyone out there who doesn't know who Patrick Waugh is, uh, I encourage you to go Wikipedia that name. You should. I don't know how you're listening to a hockey podcast and you don't know who Patrick Waugh is, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, also worth noting, he has coached the uh, South Carolina Stingrays uh, in yep. the past. I feel like a lot of good coaches have coached the Stingrays at some point. Kind yeah. of uh, an interesting thing there, but congrats to Coach Bednor. Got a brand of success in South Carolina. Must be a good team or something. Must have good players. Uh, the Edmonton Oilers. This is an interesting one. They will be without a Vander Kane uh, basically for the next week due to bankruptcy case. Uh, Kane is scheduled to appear in court for seven days over the next two weeks from January 23rd to February 2nd, per Daniel Kaplan of The Athletic reported this past week. You so got to have... think... Like they're gonna have two games in that span. Yeah, you well, got gotta CBJ. think that like because he just came back from the hand thing, you know, in his head he's like, why couldn't why couldn't this have like happened while my hand was fucked up? And oh, I couldn't for play sure. Anyway. Like he just came back and he's like good to go, but now is the trial like bad timing. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna miss the game as we're recording this against the Blue Jackets, and then he'll miss the game Saturday against the Blackhawks. Okay. I think it's worth noting uh, the Oilers are on an eight-game heater at the moment, so very strong chance they could go 10 in a row should they beat their next two not-so-great opponents. And that's someone you definitely want back if you're the Oilers. I mean, you look at the standings. Yeah. Yeah, you want him it's back. That, that Pacific division has been a lot better than I think people thought it would be. Yeah. So um, interesting to see how that will all play out over the course of the next couple weeks. Uh Flames lightning. We were watching this game in Milwaukee over this past weekend. What a game. This what was a game. Th- we threw it on because it was like the only like it was the only on thing at that on. time. Yeah. And and like before long, we were all like staring at the TV, like super invested in it. It was a really good one. A lot of fights, a lot of chippy shit, a lot of goals. And you yeah, put it on like right as we were like setting up because it was right before we did our recording for the, the most recent episode. And um, we're like setting up and I like within five minutes i'm like oh crap i'm supposed to be doing stuff not standing here zoning out in front of the tv yeah no for real i it was a really good game out of nowhere a little 2004 stanley cup final rematch uh but during that game uh in calgary a fan threw a lightning jersey onto the ice i guess because they were disappointed i don't know um but a hilarious caption to that photo by puck empire on instagram quote Tampa Bay has not won a Stanley Cup since 2021 and hasn't made the finals since 2022. So you can understand their fans' frustration at dropping to a 29 and 16 record this season. This is such a clown move. Like, <laughs> I and I was like thinking about this, like, as I was telling my dad about it, I was like, I don't know what makes this worse. Like, was it a Tampa fan who's living in Calgary? Was it a Calgary fan? Like, Clearly. I don't know. 
like yeah trolling them i'm like i just can't think of a way that it makes it better because they're all terrible it's like yeah if you're a team first of all no you should never throw your team's jersey on the ice if you've played hockey you would have never done that in a million years but like i would never throw a cap jersey on the ice despite how bad they were playing like that's just so disrespectful and I don't know for it to come also, from like I'm just a, a certified Jersey guy. I'm not getting rid yeah, of it. I don't you care don't... if the team sucks. That's my Jersey. Yeah, There's also, one like... Jersey and one fan base that's allowed to throw it where I'm like, I get it. There's one. Who are you going to say like Tavares and the Islanders or something? No, no. But the team that Tavares is currently. No on. way. What? Absolutely. No way. What? Absolutely. What? If you're a Leafs fan, you you have the right, in my opinion, to throw a jersey on the ice. That's so disrespectful. You, you do never respect like you don't. Dude, they're the Yankees like of that. hockey, and they haven't won a championship in like what fifty years or something like that. Yeah, because they're bad. No, Everyone but just else like is better. I know, but exactly like you're the big market team. You're the capital of hockey. Like your team should be better. I get if you're a pissed off Leafs fan, I get it. Like. It's just kind of whack. I have zero patience for that. Like, if you throw a jersey, you should, like, be not allowed to ever come back into that arena in my book. I'm against it in principle. Yeah. I'll let it go for that one. Just because... It's, well, it's like think about like the, the the rules in the room. What? You never step on the logo and you never let the sweater touch the floor. Yeah. Unless you suck and then you're a Leafs yeah. fan. I mean, that's I just the, think I, it's the epitome of like a shitty fan to me is throwing your jersey yeah, on the ice. Totally. It's like what I talked about with it's the, Canucks, the same like, guy who's going to like like babies like you're fucking exactly. Baby. It's the same guy oh. who's going to spend the entire train ride home tweeting angry stuff and then wake up the next day and go, oh, what happened? Like. I do that. Did you not see my feed last night? <laughs> I was going nuts at during the Panthers Pens game. No, I I get what you're saying, and I'm not a fan of like that and this whole lightning thing. Definitely not a fan. Of that. I think if you're a Leafs fan, you get a pass. You're cursed. You're literally cursed. Like I'd almost I, rather you burn it than throw it on the ice. That would. Mm, nah, my head just went somewhere, but I probably shouldn't say that out loud, so I'm um, not going to. <laughs> like the thing is, like. We need, so a like, we need a pull. We need a You do make a good argument. It's like if your team is that bad, it's like that team has still been in the playoffs. This team has been to the cup final the last three damn years in a row. Yeah, that one. And just... has been the favorite to win it, what, the last five years in a row? Like, what are you doing? This is yeah. so bad. No, I agree with you. We need a poll. I need yeah. a I need a Instagram and Twitter poll. Are Leafs fans allowed to throw their jersey on the ice? Yes or no? That's what I want to know. The only argument I can say for why they should be able to is the price of admission at whatever the hell the Air Canada Center is called now. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, it's not Air Canada anymore, is it? No. They That's, keep changing it. Yeah, it's a shame. It's probably TikTok Arena. Um, <laughs> well, that will transition perfectly into our discussion where there were even more jerseys thrown on the ice and a couple boos to ring in the new regime. But before we talk about the Vancouver Canucks, I think Mac has a word from our sponsor, Kane Footwear. Mac doesn't, but I do. Um, oh, you do. I was going to say, I don't have yeah. that one. Oops. Um, while Mac was uh, you know, sleeping soundly in bed on Sunday morning, I was walking through the airport in my canes, which actually helped my recovery as opposed to... Uh, <laughs> You know, nor if I had been wearing any other shoes, let's just say here that the delayed onset hangover about that, it. that hit me later that afternoon would have hit me that morning. So mm. um, must be something in that uh, Cane Revive bounce back foam made with sugar cane. Just saying, you know, they're sustainable shoes. 
if you wanted to have an active lifestyle like we do and recover the way that we do, head to the link in our bio today to get a pair of the best shoes you will ever own. Well said, Nick. Uh, all right, let's chat some Canucks. They fired Boost Boudreaux finally. I think we were saying all weekend, like, why are they waiting to do this? It didn't really make sense because the whole media and world and fan base knew that Boudreaux was going to go. I don't want to speculate, but I actually do believe the theory that like Tocket had to put it as two weeks and they just waited two weeks and they're like, okay, like, I guess this is what we're doing, you know? I mean, at the end of the day, like there's a thousand theories out there. I think the thing that we take away from this is that the Vancouver Canucks might be the most inept organization in the world. And I'm saying that including the NCAA, including FIFA, including the World Cup Committee, like these guys might be idiots because how do you fuck this up? Might be another team I allow a pass for for throwing a jersey. I don't know. Noticing a trend with Canadian markets that can't get it done. Yeah, you guys are supposed to be nice. Like <laughs> yeah. throwing jerseys, you know, burning buses down. Like I, I just don't get it. Like um, I, I don't understand how you mess up a situation this badly. I mean, we talked about it on the last episode where the guy's wife is like, hearing stuff in real time on social media before hearing about it from him or from ever, from anyone else. Like it, it's just so bad. So the funniest part of this is an individual from the Canucks organization apparently reached out to Elliot Friedman, uh, you know, one of the biggest reporters in the NHL world and let him know that the reason uh, that Bruce Boudreaux's firing rumor that got leaked was Elliot Friedman's fault. He reported that on his 32 thoughts podcast uh, that got released over the weekend so a pro sports organization blaming a journalist for their story getting out has officially like happened. I can't believe I just read that. Uh, Friedman Thank was the God first... all the comments were like straight and were like, he's literally just doing his job. Like doing everyone... job. literally yeah. doing like you tell this guy information. He did a he good job. Out there. You're supposed to try and get like the hottest scoops. He literally did a good job. Like It's like they forgot to tell him. Oh, but don't tell anyone, though. Like yeah yeah and then off I don't the know, record like, right like what are you doing i don't know if you guys saw this jim rutherford like had a press conference after they hired talking like what did you how how do you handle this situation going forward Bobby's he's like i'm gonna keep my lips sealed from here on forward and i was like shouldn't you do that anyway yeah i'm should, like you're should just you now been learning doing that, that? Like, yeah. yeah holy shit. how does that man still have a job yeah i i don't know and listen he it i shouldn't hate him because he won the Penguins back-to-back cups, and it's like I will forever be like grateful for that. But I kind of hate him. I don't know. <laughs> I, like I kind of do. It's something about his attitude, something about his face. I don't can't know. do it's that just... to our boy Bruce. Like, come on, this is a no. very staunchly pro Bruce podcast. I would say absolutely. He'll be back on NHL Network. Is the rumor I heard on Twitter. Um, think they we gotta get uh we gotta get the bruce intro going for for this episode or, or yeah. next one or something i was gonna say now that he's not affiliated with the canucks anymore you know i want to boost bruce boudreaux yeah. podcast that maybe canucks pr won't be as much assholes to us in the future yeah fuck them yeah. um so we move on bruce boudreaux is out unfortunately um you know the fans loved him they were chanting bruce there it is in his last game <laughs> and he was like tearing up it was awesome it was great Felt bad for him, but, you know, at least he went out in style. Um, Rick Tockett, new coach, goes from TSN straight to behind the bench for the Canucks. Uh, he was introduced by Vancouver fans with booze in his yep. first game against the Chicago Blackhawks last night. They also hired Sergey Gonchar and Adam Foote as assistant coaches. 
I think Jim Rutherford's just trying to throw the 2016 Pittsburgh Penguin staff together and hope it works. I don't know. Um, Rick was Tocchin, Adam Foot on that staff? He was not. It was okay. Gonch. It was, it was I, Gonch, knew, I knew Tocchin, it was Gonch, yeah. Sully, yeah. Um, the Canucks won their first game with Talk behind the bench against the Blackhawks 5-2. Um, can you guys ever remember a time in pro sports where a head co- a brand new head coach was introduced with booze? No, that that's pretty brutal, honestly. No, it, like it, it so would be the Canucks and that that particular speci- very specific situation, though you know. So why boo your new coach? Do you see? Like- that's the thing. It's like this organization; they just they need to like get it out of their system. You would think you they know, don't even Vancouver. know what they're like booing at this point. They're just they're mad. Like, what man? Like, what are we supposed to do? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're just mad, and they need to direct it somewhere. And I kind of get it, but it's it's also kind of funny. It's comical. I mean, I think the other thing that just like it's it's clearly about the situation itself. It's not about talking. I think the other thing that just speaks volumes to Boudreaux is you read all the stuff that we've been seeing about like players like breaking down crying when the dude is leaving. Like I know that uh, apparently both Horvat and JT Miller had like amazing conversations with him before he left, but that they were both like pretty, pretty shaken up by the fact that the dude had to leave. And um, I just. I don't know. I think if this goes south, it's the most genius move by Rutherford of, of all time. Maybe, yeah. I mean, what, it's to a get weird Bedard? <laughs> yeah, like a little internal know. sabotage. You never know. Vancouver kid comes home. That'd be a hell of a story. Although Timu Solani might have something to say about that. Uh, go yep. check out his latest tweet if you haven't seen that. Um, it's a weird time to be a Canucks fan, man. I don't know what the hell's going on with this team. They're kind of wanting to rebuild and trade it all away. Then they hire a new coach to try to turn it around. And then you don't know if they want to tank for the lottery, but they have good players and they're talented, but some of them don't want to be there. And some of them don't want to be there. just signed an eight year deal. And it's like, what in the fuck is going on? Why why don't you just figure out what you want? Yeah. And then we can go from there. Yeah. They got some bad contracts too. It's going to be really uh, interesting. I know I say that a lot, but this one is going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Sure. Got faith in talk though. I tell you what, that guy ain't that that's one guy who does not want to tank. He is a hard <laughs> motherfucker. I um I was driving home from the beach one time and I put on the chicklets with Tocket on it for my younger brother. And it was the one where Talk talks about like having like a road trip where he had to like take a shit really, really bad, but he's like in the car for multiple hours. And then out of nowhere, he's just like, I just shit my pants. And he's like, and I spent the, the last hour just driving with like my my pants filled up to like my ankles. <laughs> like, I, like, Oh my God, dude. Yeah. It's kind of gross. Yeah. Um, I want the record to be known. I am a huge Rick Tockett fan. Love Rick Tockett. Great. Seems like he'd be the perfect coach for a team that's struggling. So just putting that out there. All right. Jersey. I, know, I think they should have gone with Todd Reardon, but <laughs> Ooh, I wouldn't hate that either. Cause our... that would have been Rutherford's like master Power plan. plan. <laughs> that would have been a tank. I would be totally yeah. okay with that. Yeah. He also looks awful with his goatee. I'm just going to say that, too. Oh, God. Reardon does. Um, Yotes, new alternate sweaters. You two take the floor. I'm not going to interject. Jersey talk. We can't do one episode of this podcast without Jersey talk, of course. Uh, I am a fan. I'm going to say one gripe about these things. It's a little Christmas sweatery, but I like it. I think it works. I think it's clean. I think it's it sticks to that, like, 
brick desert color. I don't know what you want to call that, like rust almost that they've been like working with this whole time. I like the coloring. I like the helmets, the gloves, like the kit looks good. But I saw someone on like just a fan or somebody on Twitter said it perfectly, in my opinion. They basically were saying that the jersey itself and like the like the logo and just kind of like the the style of the jersey itself looks pretty like cheap and like just kind of like like corny. Um, and it it honestly gives me kind of like a college feel, which maybe they were going for since they're playing. I, you know, I do like, think that's I, what they I, were going I for. I think like maybe they're trying to kind of like lean into that, which I don't blame them for. I thought they looked pretty good on the ice. I don't, they're they're definitely not bad. Like I don't hate them or anything, but I I would kind of agree with that one gripe. They look a little cheap, and they're not like they definitely didn't blow me away or anything. But I like the coloring. Would you say this is like something you could see BU pulling out at like an outdoor game at Fenway or something against like BC? Like a similar like yeah. color? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I could see that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I like them. I thought they were clean. I don't think they're crazy nice. Um, you know, we did that like tier, like a, that tier video when the reverse retros came out. I'd probably put this in the middle of the pack. I don't hate them. Yeah. Um, I think as far as an alternate goes and like, like what is an alternate? Let's think about that. It's supposed to look a little bit different than your your home and your away. I think this does that perfectly. I think a Dylan Gunther alternate would be sick. That would be sick. I mean, let's list. be real though. You're not going to beat their 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 home or their away. The Kachina you know? remains no. undefeated. Yeah, Absolutely. it's not going to be beaten. Uh, Gary Bettman. He's making some headlines with some, I would say, rather hot takes here. Uh, Gary Bettman on the speculation i guess you could say that teams are going to start tanking for Connor bedard as the season winds down this is gary's quote nobody tanks because we have a weighted lottery you're not going to lose games to increase your odds by a couple percentage points that's silly and frankly suggesting tanking i believe is inconsistent with the professionalism that our players and coaches have boys what are your thoughts so I agree-ish to a T. Now, there is a weighted lottery, and that being said, it's not just, oh, you have the worst record, you automatically get the first pick. Like, there's a lottery system to prevent this from happening because a certain team did this twice in a row and got caught doing this twice in a row and won Stanley Cups doing this twice in a row, but no one wants to say anything about it. Right, right. Um, anyways, moving on from that team that no one cares about. Uh, yeah, there's a weighted lottery in place to stop you from doing this. Does that mean teams that are like, you know, number five out of those bottom four looking in aren't going to drop a couple games? Absolutely not. They're absolutely going to do that because the, a player the, like this is worth it. The funniest part about his statement is him saying, you're not going to lose games to increase your odds by a couple percentage points. That's silly. That's like exactly what they're going to do. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like now I get what he's saying. Like you're probably not going to purposely lose any games like right now in like January, whatever you're just like playing. But if it comes like to like the last couple weeks of the season and and you're like a couple points out of be- like you're in fifth to last. But if you lose your last three games, you could be in second to last. I there's no doubt in my mind you might try to lose those three games very casually and not obviously specifically for a player of this caliber. Like if somebody's listening right now and somehow doesn't know like 
about Connor Bedard or like who this kid is that's getting drafted number one overall in the upcoming draft. Like this is the type of player that you might tank a couple games to this lose a couple percentage a points to Ovechkin, play. Crosby, McDavid. In a right normal here. year, probably not. Probably you don't. Probably you just you end up where you end up and you draft who you get. But this is just a special kind of year where you're gonna you're gonna do everything you can to increase your odds, even by a fraction of a percentage point, to try and get this guy because it could change it could change your entire franchise for like the next twenty years. Like no exaggeration. I couldn't agree more. Could I not think like agree more? If there's like I don't know. 10 games left and I'm within 10 points of last place. If I'm that club, I'm going around to every beer league team in my area going, Hey, you want to be an NHL goalie for a game? <laughs> One day contract. Here you, there go. you go. Hey buddy, can you, uh, can you fake an injury? So e-bug can go in, right? Yeah. Can you stand up on skates? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So I don't know. Um, interesting words from Bettman. Obviously he got filleted for that per usual, but, uh, We'll see how the end of the season unfolds with the uh, bottom of the standings. I know Anaheim, Columbus, Chicago, Arizona, all those kind of teams. They're definitely definitely looking at the uh, standings towards the end. Let's move on to the gambling segment of the episode. But before we do, I think Mac, I hope I get this one right, has a word from our sponsor, Sharprank. This season, all of our picks are powered by Sharprank. They created the first ever cross sports rating system, ranks betters from any sport, one leaderboard, anyone can dominate, even you. Sharprank is backed by some of the biggest names in the sports gambling world, such as BetMGM, Betway, Sports Illustrated, lots of those big dogs. So uh, go ahead, download the app. It's on iPhone, Android. Uh, you'll have fun with it. You'll climb up in the leaderboard. You'll maybe make some money if you're in a state where gambling is legal. And uh, yeah, it's a fun time. So get with it. Follow us on there too for our picks. You should. Absolutely. Rough night for me last night. Uh, two bets that heartbrokenly lost. So, you know, happens sometimes, but uh, just going to run through this real quick. And also I want to give this guy a shout out. If you're on Twitter um, and you have, well, I guess you don't have to be on Twitter. If you have an iPhone and you're on the app store, Go download the Prop Tracker app. I believe Tracker is uh, spelled as the word tracker, except there's no E. It's just track and then the letter R. Give him a follow on Twitter as well. He created this like prop tracking app that literally you can customize to like have favorites of bets and stuff. And it'll show you like the frequency of how much they hit, give you stats about teams they're playing, history against the teams they're playing, all sorts of shit. I've been using it. Um, here as of recent and it's been a huge help definitely gives you a good look at all of the action for the nhl going on that night so definitely give it a download and just wanted to give him some props for developing it. honestly one of the great apps that i've been looking for um makes handicapping games a whole lot easier it does right. like you're not like going through you know two different apps to look at shot on goals and stuff like yeah. that it just it just makes everything so much linear consolidates it for sure so definitely highly recommend all right, let's let's uh, let's hop into it. So Carolina, I know this one's going to sound crazy, and I was uh, taken off guard when I saw this, but uh, from our friend The Daily Over on Twitter, Carolina has hit the over nine of their last ten games. They take on the Dallas Stars as we're recording with the over-under set at six. Very curious to see how that game ends up. Uh, the Blue Jackets and the Oilers, the other two teams who have been hitting the over a lot in their last ten, they have both hit the over in seven of their last ten games. Per the daily over on Twitter, 
They will be playing each other as we're recording this as well. So interesting to see how that unfolds. Columbus uh, has looked really, I don't want to say good, but I'll say feisty their last couple feisty. games. Like they're putting up, they're putting up some numbers and like those yeah. guys are fighting for it. Like I saw Boone Jenner's reaction when he scored a goal to make the game three to one the other night. Like you could just tell how much it meant to those guys to be in that game, let alone, you know, be playing in it. And that was a rip too, by the it way. It was. Yeah, I think CBJ plays with a, a lot of heart. Veteran team too, so they don't want to go down uh go down too easy. Did you guys see they had that like um uh, like just absolutely like sold out crowd against like San Jose on like a like yep. regular old night or whatever? Fans yeah. fans are into it. Good for them. Yeah, Columbus is a great sports town. Um the Leafs eh. when they're at home. <laughs> the Leafs when they're at home. There's two guys I want to mention. Austin Matthews has 12 goals in his last 16 home games. Ilya Samsonov at home this season is undefeated in regulation with a 13-0-1 record with a 1.64 GAA and a 9.39 save percentage. What are your thoughts on that, boys? Firmly grasp it in your hand. Yeah, Austin Matthews is good. I agree. Oh, okay. I just didn't know if, you know, the two goaltenders you had last year, who one's going to be a Vesna finalist and the other one's undefeated at home. I didn't know if that had anything to. Yeah, and Buffalo has won four in a row. And <laughs> Avalanche have won six in a row. And, and Buffalo has another goaltender we had last year. So... <laughs> oh, my God. God damn it. <laughs> wow. Now, the good news is, and I can't believe this happened, your guys' goalie tandem is pretty good this year. It's Yeah, it is. He's always leading the league in shutouts right now. Who is? Kemper. Darcy Kemper. Is he really? How many does he have, do you know? Five. Holy hell. Look out. Didn't know that. There you go. That's another stat for you. And he Um, dialed last night, too. He he did everything for us to win that avalanche game, and Georgiev just did some dumb shit for no reason. Yeah. As Mac mentioned, the avalanche, they've won six in a row. The Oilers, they've won eight in a row. The Sabres have won four in a row. So keep your eyes on those teams. As I mentioned earlier, the Oilers have some pretty bad opponents coming up. I think I saw that they were minus 510 against the Blue Jackets at home. They were The spread went from the puck regular puck lines one and a half. That's they went worth, to two and a half. It's worth a sprinkle on the Blue Jackets at that point. You want to hear some outlandish bullshit? McDavid to get two points was minus 200. That's oh not okay. That That's not, not okay. allowed. That's so fucked. That is... Ugh. You can still bet it. I don't think the game has started yet. If you want to bet no, go for it, but you're going to be sweating That's so now. annoying. That's One so of you, annoying. please bet no. That would actually be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> what, for plus 200? Yeah, for him to like, not get two points. Oh, my God. I'm what for him to get hurt on the first shift is basically what you're betting. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much what you're betting. It's a that's a wild game. I don't even know how that's possible, but anyways, no, it's um, not a wild game. It's, it's, no, it's <laughs> yeah, you're, you're right. I apologize, wrong team. That does it for the gambling part of the uh, the episode. Move on to the rumor mill. Canucks, they're asking for three players, including a top prospect for Bo Horvat. Uh, the Carolina Hurricanes and Winnipeg Jets have both been linked to Timo Meyer. Uh, the Jets have also been linked to Jonathan Taves, and the Hurricanes have also been linked to Ryan O'Reilly. And it would appear that Dylan Larkin and the Red Wings are not. Are I'm sorry, they're very far apart in contract talks. So. Yeah, I saw something today that said that his like camp of uh, <laughs> agents was pretty pissed off by the offer they got. So 
Stevie, why? What are you doing? He's not leaving, guys. Let's be real. Kids from know. Michigan went to a school there, um, a school, um, if you can call it that, um, right. and then ends up playing for the Red Wings. He's not leaving. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I could. They're see, gonna. Like, they're gonna pay him. I mean, I would think guy so. is only twenty six years old. Like, but hear me out. And this might get. This might be a really hot take, and I probably should have his stats in front of me. He's not that that good i think he is i just think he's been on a very bad team which is why maybe he goes somewhere else uh, true valid point i need to get some stats in front of me but he's not worth like nine mil or more a year in a really weird way i think he is but like i think i think solely just based on the fact that he is like let's let's think about how bad that wings team has been prior to this year bad yeah Yeah, i do it for like four years or something like that yeah it's not a nine by like seven and it's definitely not like a nine by six i would do like a i would do eight and a half over four that'd be good i think that might be what they offered though yeah yeah no i think the issue is someone is going to give him eight years, you know, eight and eight and a half by eight. And the wings might not want to do that. He's a very good player. Don't get me wrong, but like, he's not a point per game kind of guy. He's not a McDavid. He's not a Matthews. He's not a. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know what he's asking for, but I mean, he's not even, I would not put him in like the top, like tier or second tier of players, in my opinion. As of right now, I would definitely say he's still the best player on that team, though. Probably. I think in, in two years, you'll probably get to Cider being that guy. But Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Who would you compare Larkin? Mac, I want to hear your answer to this. Give me like a similar player to Larkin that you would put him in the same tier as. And Nick, I would hear your answer, That's a good question. Too. Let me think for a sec here. So you've got speed, defensive responsibility, great shot. Does not get talked about enough how good that shot is. Um, I don't know why am I stuck like mid two thousands Red Wings players. I w- I was trying to think of like people that are like in a league but on different teams now. Like, and I was almost gonna say like a like maybe like a Pierre Luc Dubois when he's on his game or something like that. I could, I, in a I could very weird way, like a mix between him and a healthy and defensively responsible Jacob Vrana. Yeah. Okay. Which I could, I would almost even say like maybe not as good in my opinion, but like a Shifley. Yeah, I could see that. I think that's, I would take Larkin over Shifley. Would you really? Oh, I would take Shifley over Larkin. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh man. I don't know. Like I look at Larkin, I actually pulled it up. Um, His career, you know, he had a career year in 18, 19, had 73 points and 32 goals. Uh, He was really close two or last year he had 69 points nice with 31 yeah. goals i mean he's a very good player don't get me wrong but it, it, i don't know the numbers just, aren't there let's be real yeah but like you said he's playing on a bad team maybe i'm being hard on him but i would love to hear what people have to say about this what is dylan larkin worth true That'd be a good question. question and he is very good defensively nick he made um right made team north america so for what it's yeah. worth 
for what it's worth. Because that's let, let's be real, guys. That's like the the gold standard for us. It's like Stanley Cups. Who cares? But you're on Team North North America. You know, you're there. So <laughs> you wore that sick black and orange jersey. Exactly. God damn yeah. it. There's those were so ugly. It hurt. <laughs> Uh, let's talk injuries real quick. Pavel Buchnevich, uh, he'll miss at least two weeks as he undergoes a minor surgical procedure to address an infection in his ankle. The Blues are just decimated with injuries right now. So, um, you imagine getting surgery on your ankle and they're like, you should be good in like two and a half, three weeks. Yeah, I don't even know that to works. play NHL hockey. <laughs> I don't even know how that works. It makes no sense to me. Caps Pens preview tomorrow. Actually, a very, very big game in terms of standings. What do you guys think? It's kind Matt. of a must have for the Caps in terms of like we have you guys have three games in hand and we have the same amount of points as you, and we're like right there, and like it's looking more and more like only one of us is making the playoffs. Your your text in our group chat last night just said it perfectly oh it's death taxes and a mid-season matchup between these two teams where they have the same amount of points in the standings yeah like classic classic yep. and like two weeks ago when we were like wheeling and dealing and y'all weren't i was like oh they're on the calendar for two weeks from now that means we're gonna go on a losing streak they're gonna go on a winning streak and they're gonna have the same amount of points and boom here we are so i think so the, frustrating just i so think the good news for you guys is uh, DeSmith will be in net most likely. Jari's out until after the All Star break. Oh, he's like still like ailing or whatever. It's a new just... injury, and he didn't even play. Okay, he's always hurt. I have that's yeah. a separate well, rant. Separate rant. Um, we have a couple new ones of those to, to yeah. Even the playing field, Tom Wilson so. left and did not return last game. Did he really? And, yep, yep. He blocked a sh- he blocked a hammer of a slap shot Does not off look his good. off his leg that the same leg that he had the acl on i believe Ooh. and it was like um, right up there too yeah so he's which not like play tomorrow i don't know they haven't said but it's so weird to me like it's very rare you see a guy block a shot and not, not return. return like unless it hits you in the face or like something weird right. like that but like it hit him in like the ankle and like he like he return. put his leg out sideways, like while going mm. down on one knee. Um, oh, which in, like, Locker made leg. a good point. Locker was saying, like, best case scenario, what happened is he went down the tunnel, which he did right away, and he took the skate off, and then he just couldn't get it back on, and yes. because it was swollen, and now they iced it, and maybe it'll be fine. It was just like blown up or something and that's a very um, good point and the way he was sort of like doubled over at first like he I mean, was he putting it off yeah, under, he was putting like, his all own... the weight on it so you were thinking Power. like oh it's just stinging like you know maybe yeah it's like waiting for the feeling to come back i was but... i was pretty surprised when he didn't come back but yeah i'm Same. hoping it's just what locker said there i mean I, the worst thing would be if he like broke his fucking ankle or something like i <laughs> Or uh, like, I mean, you're really hoping they were like, okay, like maybe don't scare us. Maybe you just sit these other two periods in this currently two nothing hockey game out, and then maybe. focus on the next one. Maybe, yeah, we'll so see. What Carlson's out? He might be out. Anybody else? Uh, well, Backstrom was out with a non-COVID uh, illness last game, so I don't know if he'll be back from that. Hopefully, you would assume be. he would. You but... would think so. Um, um that and then i heard connor brown has been skating but oh, i don't really? think anything yeah, has changed be... on him coming back anytime soon yeah i don't think probably at least another like month i would think couple weeks minimum but and they're um, still saying not this year right and also oshi uh huh. should play because he missed last game but it was because he flew home because uh lauren had another baby right 
Nice. So, yeah. But I would imagine since it's a home game, he'll be in the lineup. Uh, score prediction. Or two caps. I don't know why that just I was literally going to say the exact same thing. Or two gonna... caps. I think I... it helps us that we've just lost our last two. I'm going to go three to five caps. Okay. It does usually go over. So in Pittsburgh, I feel like they go over more. Mm-hmm. I think the last, Nick, remember last year when we went? I think it was three to two. Yeah, that was a fun game. Is this our second time playing you this season or third? Second. Second. The first one was, was like an ugly Caps game, wasn't it? Like we, we were losing like three to nothing, maybe even four to nothing. I think yeah. we made it We made yeah. it a little closer at the end. but Unfortunately, I do think the Caps will win, especially because we won the first one. And I just – DeSmith sucks right now. I actually wouldn't be shocked if they went to Karski. I'll be honest with you. Because wow. DeSmith, well, DeSmith just let up I six. Honestly, I would be nervous if they went to Karski. Same. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be shocked. So He had I a would... game against, against the Caps when he was with the Habs, I think. They got one by him. That would be so typical. Yeah, I'm gonna that go. So you know what's crazy? I'm gonna say too. I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be like three to one. Caps going to the third. Pens get like three two. Pull within one. Empty net or four two. Caps. That's probably what I'd say. Sir, but I never see the Pens lose. Like honestly, I think my lifetime record when I go to Pens games, I gotta be like in the 700 win percentage. Column, You're right. So. There's no way it's gonna happen. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. <laughs> it be a fun buddy. time. Yeah. It, yeah, it will be fun. We're, I will say this to everyone who asks me, like, they're like, how do you and Harrison, like, go to games together? We're very civil during the game. Oh, yeah. And it's because we don't talk about it. Yep. <laughs> we yeah. Just, yeah. I, yeah. And also, like, yes, I have my moments. And yes, if you know me personally, I'll get on you. But I am not that, that bad. No, like, neither yeah. of us are assholes. I feel like it's more, it's more cutthroat just like during the regular like day-to-day like NHL like shit, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. When we're yeah. actually playing, I feel like there's more, it's more of like a handshake moment. It's like, all right. Oh, respect. very much so. Like, um, if there's a playoff series, all this goes out the oh, window. Oh, <laughs> no, oh, absolutely. No, it gets like, then there's just no the no dialogue for like a week. But yeah, the best thing that could happen to this podcast that has never happened. No, Pens versus Caps playoff. Yes, that would be incredible. That would be incredible. I don't know if I could handle that. It would. <laughs> the, we need that. We have not been treated to that. Uh, One last as go members around. of the pod. Yeah, we need that for sure. One more be... Crosby OV playoff series. Record after every game. Oh my god! Oh my I would god. throw up. Oh, I we could we up. could do like a full two hour episode after every one of those games. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we probably could. But um, alrighty, that just about wraps it up for this episode. Um, you guys got any final notes before we head out here? No. Alrighty. Uh, if you're at the Caps Penguins game, let us know and uh, come say hi. Yeah, absolutely. Shoot us a DM on the uh, on the uh, social media. That'll be fun. All right, everybody. Appreciate the love and support as always. Thank you once again for listening. And without further ado, class dismissed. <laughs>